Hey there. Thanks for joining us for the latest podcast from Resound Church. We really believe that together we are better. And our heart is to reach, send, nurture and disciple people as they become all that God has intended them to be. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app which will keep you up to date with everything going on. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. I didn't think you could mute those, but anyway, somehow I succeeded in muting it and cutting it out. Well, it's great to see you all this morning. Um, As most of you know, uh, or I haven't seen many of you for, what, nearly 12 months. (laughs) It feels weird, doesn't it? Either your attendance has dropped off or mine has, I'm not sure, but it's been quite some time since we've all been together And um, it is good to be in this place today. Let me just pray and then we'll get into the word. Father, I thank you today that we can be with one another. Lord, I just ask that you would move by your Holy Spirit as we gather, as we look at your word, as we uh, experience some of the things that were communicated uh, through the scriptures many, many, many years ago. I pray that they would touch us and speak to us today again. In Jesus' name, amen. Last time I spoke was on the 3rd of January, it was online only and it was about beauty and many of you probably heard my uh, testimony, I don't know if that's the right way of putting it about my face, um, but uh, nonetheless it's still healing, so if you're wondering why there's a distortion, it's slowly getting better, I don't know at what point it will be the best it will be, but it's, uh, it's one of those things and... And now it's a great, actually, in the mornings, if I want to wake Ruth up, I just turn over and shake her and then she, and she gets a boost of energy just by seeing my face, which is really good. (laughs) Saves me getting a coffee. Not really. (laughs) I want to talk to you today about energy. Put up your hand if you're a naturally energetic person. There's a few hands. Put up your hand if you're one of those people that just seems to have no energy. There's a few people starting to admit it. Energy is a funny thing, you know. Um, you know, when we talk about energy, it can mean so many different things. The reality is we're all getting ripped off by the energy companies, aren't we? Is that right? Everyone's paying too much for fuel. They're paying too much for power at home. They're paying too much for gas. Energy companies, if you're investing in shares, are are probably a place where you'll continue to get good dividends simply because they they keep, um, if you like, taxing us in a way that, uh, that means they're making good profits, or most of them anyway. But I don't want to talk about power, I don't want to talk about gas, I don't want to talk about petrol, diesel, or any of those other forms of energy. I want to talk about energy in, in a form that may surprise you. Uh, the reality is we all need energy to do what we do. Wake up in the morning, the idea is this, and just telling you, because some of you won't understand this, the idea is that you get a good night's sleep so that when you wake up in the morning, you've got lots of energy. That's how it's supposed to work. I don't know about you, but for me, I usually wake up early and, um, uh, and I frustrate Ruth because I get up early as well. It doesn't matter whether it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I just get up early. And the truth is, a lot of the time I'm awake much earlier than when I get 
get up and I'm just lying there trying to keep the keep it calm you know so it's, it's like I know I know that if I get up at six I'm okay but if I get up at five or four thirty I get in trouble so I, why are you getting up so early what's wrong you know and there's nothing wrong I just wake up and I'm full of energy ready to go and I want to get it stuck into doing whatever it is that I need to do and um, I know some of you won't relate to that And uh, some of you will think that's terrible, there's something wrong with you. But the bottom line is this, Uh, you, you know, to get the energy we need, we need to look at several areas in our life. The first is rest. You need to find a way to get good rest. I mean, sleep overnight. And if you need to see a doctor to get some help with that, then see a doctor and get some help because... If you don't get good sleep overnight, the chances of being replenished with regard to energy decreases dramatically. Second thing you need to do is think about your physical health or your well-being, what you eat, when you exercise, and a whole range of other things like that. It all affects your energy. And the third thing is your attitude. Uh, Your attitude has a big effect on your energy levels. If you're feeling down or depressed or disappointed, then your energy levels are low. If you're feeling positive, then usually your energy levels reflect that. But the sort of energy that I'm talking to you about today has got nothing to do with any of those things. Now, I know people were looking for a hairpin earlier. And uh, Britt, I think this must be yours because I remember seeing you and someone else talking about hairpins. that's important it's one of those things I don't use anymore I don't know why but um, maybe for my eyebrows I could just hairpin them back I'm not sure (laughs) it's it's, they they grow quickly actually it's quite surprising (laughs) people are laughing don't your eyebrows grow it's it's like uh, eyebrows grow they're I mean hair grows in lots of places but we that's not the message today is it (laughs) it's like um, you you know it's uh, we won't go there Productivity experts talk about energy. And rather than talking simply about time management now, they talk about energy management. So it's not just what you schedule time-wise in your diary, but it's managing your energy so that you schedule things uh, that you uh, that you need to do at certain times to get the better best outcomes. I remember, um, not so much now, but uh, some years back, what I used to do as a pastor is I wouldn't usually see people before twelve o'clock or before midday, and, and people say, "Oh, why is that? Are you just not feeling up to it?" No, it's the other way round. They wouldn't feel up to it if they'd met me earlier in the morning, because in the morning I have so much energy. I, I, I talk quick, I act quick, I think quick, and if someone's trying to communicate something important, I find it hard to slow down. And, and I would say, okay, so you got this problem, we'll just, and Ruth is used to this, she tells me about a problem, I tell her what to do and I expect her to fix it then and there, and it just doesn't work. And so what I would do is I would schedule all the other things that I needed to do when I could use my energy, and then by lunchtime or after lunchtime, then I'd start to see people, especially those who talked slowly and I needed to carefully listen to and because my energy will have started to dissipate a little and it's 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 um, an interesting thing though when they talk about productivity and managing energy and finding how you can best use the energy that you've got and get the, the best outcomes that you can but again like I said I'm not talking about that sort of energy today the sort of energy I'm going to talk to you about today comes from a Greek word and uh, my pronunciation of it might be wrong but it's, it's close enough because most of you can't speak Greek anyway and you probably can't read Greek or New Testament Greek either so we'll be ignorant together but the, the word is energia 
Um, and, and we can see clearly that our word energy is derived from something similar to this. It's, this word is only mentioned eight times in the New Testament, and the Old Testament was written in Hebrew. So it's not going to be in the Old Testament anyway. But in the New Testament, it's mentioned eight times. And in every circumstance that it's mentioned, it refers to God's energy or God's working or God's activity. It is not something that is uh, uh, explaining your activity or your energy. It's always to do with God's energy. And as I go through and read some passages of Scripture, I want you to understand how important this is because it's something that when we know, we can take advantage and access it. Now, you're accessing it whether you realize it or not, but it's, uh, it's important that you understand about this because it, it, it's a principle that Paul relied on to do what he did. And now we know the Apostle Paul as he lived in, and you can see why I'm talking so fast because my energies are it's here in the mornings. By speaking in the afternoon, it's much slower. Um, but so, so the Apostle Paul, we read in the book of Acts in particular, as he traveled through and did his missionary journeys, we see the number of times he was beaten and whipped, uh, he was shipwrecked, he was bitten by snakes, and yet Paul kept going, and it's like he had superhuman energy almost. It's like he had something extra that other people didn't have. And I want to talk to you about that this morning. And so a little more definition for this Greek word. It means working or activity. It means productive work in the New Testament. It's confined to superhuman activity only. It's derived from the word energis, energis, that carries the thought of efficiency. You know, when we talk about energy, um, usually we're thinking about power or whatever, but this word carries a connotation of efficient energy as well. In other words, it's, a, it's achieving what it's being expended on. Um, further definitions, power in action energy, um, operation, strong, effectual working. And it typically refers to the divine energy which transitions the believer from point to point in his plan, accomplishing his definition of progress. And so when we talk about God's energy being worked in you, it is God's initiative and he is working in you and he is moving you from point to point along the way. He does it efficiently. He does it effectively, and it's something he initiates, but is accessed by faith. Uh, let's read some passages of Scripture, and um, we'll go through them. So, uh, we may not get through them all, because there's quite a few. And the first is this, Ephesians chapter 1, and um, a passage from the message from verse 15 to 19 says this. That's why, when I heard of the solid trust you have in the Master Jesus, and your outpouring of love to all the followers of Jesus... I couldn't stop thanking God for you every time I prayed. I'd think of you and give thanks. But I do more than thank, I ask. Ask the God of our Master, Jesus Christ, the God of glory, to make you intelligent and discerning in knowing him personally, your eyes focused and clear so that you can see exactly what it is that he is calling you to do. Grasp the immensity of, his, of this glorious way of life he has for his followers all the utter extravagance of his work in us who trust him, endless energy, boundless strength. 
Uh, from, the, from the New Living Translation, just verse 19, it says this, I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. And Paul is writing to the church here at Ephesians, and uh, the message passage in particular sums it up this way, the ex- utter extravagance of his work in us who trust him, endless energy, boundless strength. I don't know about you, but I'd love to have endless energy and boundless strength. Uh, At home, I've been building some fences with uh, my dad and uh, get near the end of the day and um, uh, my energy is sapped. You you know, I don't have much energy left. I'm I was with a crowbar and I'm, we'd, been, uh, we'd had some holes dug with, for fence posts, but you've got to put the dirt back in the ground and then you've got to put the, the dirt around the post, then you've got to bang the thing in, which is all good and well. The trouble is there was 40-something posts. And when you're lifting a crowbar, put the dirt in and bang it down and then put more dirt in, bang it down. And, and you know, the temperatures were 28 to 30 degrees. By the end of the day, my arms were sore, uh, I'm, I'm thinking, why didn't I just pay somebody to do this? It's, it's I'm, not really. <laughs> I'm too tight. But anyway, that's another question. <laughs> why didn't I? Why didn't I marry a wife with big biceps who could do it for me? Or <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> the point is this: at the end of the day, I was tired. I, 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 my energy was gone. But Paul here, especially as it's conveyed through the message version, speaks about endless energy boundless strength. Now, unfortunately, this endless energy and boundless strength is not to do with physical outcomes. That's not the point of it. As a matter of fact, in the New Living Translation, it says, understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This power, this energy that God uh, somehow infuses into us is about passion for him and passion to progress in our relationship with him. If there's a, a way of summing up, I'd say it's energy to serve. And God wants to invest that sort of energy in you. Paul outlines in the passage, in, uh, from the message, he says this, there's some simple statements. I ask God to make you intelligent and discerning in knowing him so that you can see what he is calling you to do and grasp the immensity of his work in us who trust endless energy and boundless strength. If I could sum up this passage this way, it's this. God wants to give you endless energy and boundless strength to do the thing that he has called you to do. And that's extraordinary when you think of it, because many of you feel like you want to do something, but don't feel like you have what it takes. You don't feel like you've got the energy, or you don't feel like you've got the time, or you don't feel like you've got the skills. But the passage of Scripture here addresses that issue for you. Let's keep moving. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 7 says this from the New Living Translation, by God's grace and mighty power, I have been given the privilege of serving him by spreading this good news. From the message it says this, this is my life work, helping people understand and respond to this message. It came as a sheer gift to me a real surprise, God handling all the details. When it came to presenting the message to people who had no background in God's way, I was the least qualified of any of the available Christians. God saw to it that I was equipped, but you can be sure that it had nothing to do with my natural abilities. 
If there's a second point, it's this from this passage, it's energy that equips. God wants to, if you like, inject energy into you that will equip you for the thing that you were called to do. Not only do you get endless energy and boundless strength, but there's energy that equips you outside of your natural skills, your natural gifts, your uh, natural talents. God takes a person, whoever they are, wherever they're from, and he does something inside of them that enables them to do the thing that he has called them to do. Some of you disqualify yourself on the basis of your, uh, of your background, of your skill, of your education. You, you can't do that. Paul himself said, I'm not qualified either. But when God comes by his spirit, he does something in you. The King James Version of the Bible says he works in you or there is a working, God working in you, equips you for whatever it is that God has got in mind for you to do in the days that lie ahead. Ephesians 4.16 says this, he makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. In the message, it says, no prolonged infancies among us, please. That's an amazing phrase, no prolonged infancies. Will not tolerate babies in the woods, small children are an easy mark for imposters. God wants us to grow up, to know the whole truth and to tell it in love like Christ in everything. We take our lead from Christ who is the source of everything we do. He keeps us in step with each other, His very breath and blood flow through us, nourishing us so that we will grow up healthy in God, robust in love. This is an energy that God works in us to help us fit with one another. And if again you read the message uh, version in particular, it says he is the source of everything we do and it's him that keeps us in step with one another. You know, if you allow God to work in you, he will help you to work with each other. The only problem is when we choose an option other than the one that he's working in us. In other words, God has made us naturally fit. You know, through the years, people talk about unity. Oh, we've got to be united. My attitude is this, in Christ, we're already united. The only thing that breaks unity is our bad attitude or our inability to forgive. It's contrary to what the scriptures say. We're already united in Christ. Whether we know one another or not, we're united in Christ. God has done something in us to make us fit with one another. And, you you know, over the last years as we've traveled in different places in different countries, it is amazing how there is a sense of um, commonality or or, or a sense of, uh, I can't can't find the word, but it's a sense of, hey, listen, it's like we already know one another and yet we've never met one another. It's because Christ in them and Christ in me somehow find a way of connecting. Now, we can look at our differences. We can look at our different opinions, our different attitudes, our different vocations, and try and find ways to not fit. But God has already worked in us to help us fit together. It's energy that helps us fit. Philippians 3 and verse 21 says this, He will take our weak mortal bodies and change them into glorious bodies like his own, using the same power with which he will bring everything under his control. The message says this, but there's far more to life for us, we're citizens of high heaven. We're waiting 
the arrival of the Saviour, the Master Jesus Christ, who will transform our earthly bodies into glorious bodies like his own. He'll make us beautiful, and that refers back to January the 3rd, he will make us beautiful and whole with the same powerful skill by which he is putting everything together as it should be under and around him. And this is energy to complete and to change. You you may question where you're at and what's going on. God is pouring his energy in you to complete you and to change you. It's a promise that comes from the scriptures. And some of you, what I'm trying to do today is knock out some of the excuses. Trying to knock out some of the reasons you feel you don't fit. Knock out some of the reasons why you think you're unqualified. What I'm actually doing is decreasing the, the need for you to contribute and increase the need for you to rely on God who has already contributed. I want you to understand God has got it all in control and he's working on you and in you when you don't even realize it. And, and, and there will be objections. There will be uh, reasons why you think something's not right. But God wants to work on you and in you and fit you together and complete you so that you can experience all that there is in life to experience. Colossians 1.29 says this, that's why I work and struggle so hard depending on Christ's mighty power that works within me. And I've already made some mention of Paul and all that he went through. He, He wasn't relying on his own strength. It wasn't his own determination. It was God working in him, pushing him through to get to the end. And we know all that Paul went through as we, as we read in the New Testament. It wasn't him. He doesn't get the credit for continuing despite the challenges. It's God in him that enabled him to continue. Uh, 120, uh, 126 to 29 in the message says this. This mystery has been kept in the dark for a long time, but now it's out in the open. God wanted everyone, not just Jews, to know this rich and glorious secret inside and out, regardless of their background, regardless of their religious standing. The mystery in a nutshell is just this, Christ is in you, so therefore you can look forward to sharing in Christ's glory. It's that simple. That is the substance of our message. We preach Christ, warning people not to add to the message. We teach in a spirit of profound common sense so that we can bring each each person to maturity. To be mature is to be basic, Christ. No more, no less. That's why I'm working so hard, uh, hard at day after day, year after year, doing my best with the energy God so generously gives me. And if I, if I sum it up, it's, it's energy to work and to contend. There is nothing in you that, res, uh, that, that, that is required above uh, receiving Christ for you to complete your walk in Christ. God's energy in you will do what needs to be done. All you need to be uh, willing to do is to respond to him and to work with him. Believe what the Bible says and God will complete the work that he intended to complete in you. He'll enable you to do what you're called to do and you'll be able to push through when you need to push through. Colossians 2 and verse 12 says this, For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized and with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. Uh, from the message, and I'm just going to take one, one little part. It says, um, know you're already in, 
insiders, not through some selective initiation rite, but rather through what Christ has already gone through for you. God is giving you energy to progress. You you may wake up in the morning completely destroyed energy-wise. You may be tired, you may be worn out, you may maybe have some ill health, but God is still working in you. The two are not related to each other. Sorry? Yeah, okay. Let's let's just take a moment and pray. Um, Frank's, Frank's just having a bit of a struggle there. Father, we pray right now for Frank. We just ask that you would move by your Holy Spirit, that you would touch him, that you would minister to him, that you would give him strength. Lord, that you would work a miracle in his life, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Is it a bit warm in here? Anyone warm? Yeah. So we'll just make sure the air conditioner is sorted out and, um, and that'll be fine. And so God is working in you energy to progress. It's something he's doing. It's not something you have to do. And you can call on the work of the Holy Spirit in you to get that outcome. And the final passage of Scripture comes from 2 Thessalonians 2, 9 to 11. And it says this. This man will come to do the work of Satan with counterfeit power and signs and miracles. He will use every kind of evil deception to fool those on their way to destruction because they refuse to love and accept the truth that would save them. So God will cause them to be greatly deceived and they will believe these lies. Now let me read it to you from the message and then come back to it. The anarchist's coming is all Satan's work. All his power and signs and miracles are fake, evil sleight of hand that plays to the gallery of those who hate the truth that could save them. And since they're so obsessed with evil, God rubs their noses in it and gives them what they want since they refuse to trust truth. They're banished to their chosen world of lies and illusions. If I can go back to the New Living Translation of that same power, let me read it to you again because some of you are saying, how does this fit? How it fits is this. Number one, there is a counterfeit energy, if I can put it that way, that Satan works and it it's not God's work, it's Satan's work. But listen to what it does. Verse 10, he will use every kind of evil deception to fool those on their way to destruction because they refuse to love and accept the truth that would save them. So God will cause them to be greatly deceived and they will believe these lies. What this passage of scripture is saying is is the enemy is working to deceive you. Some of you are saying, you know, I don't feel this energy at work in my life. You guys can come and stand behind me. We, we need to understand that God is willing and wants to work within us. This is not something that we can leave to ourselves. This is God's desire. This is God's purpose. This is God's plan. And he wants to minister to you. And he wants to minister in you. And he wants to minister through you. You can access what God desires to do in you. All you need to do is believe. To sum it up, let me put it this way. God energizes you to do what he has called you to do. His energy is separate and transcends our circumstances. It's accessed by faith alone. He is doing it and will do it. 
The goal is to carry you through to the end, confident and complete. Access divine energy. Don't rely on your own strength. God's desire, God's plan, God's purpose is to move you from where you are to where he's called you to be. And he is willing to do it on your behalf. All you need to do is to trust him. We stand together with me this morning and we're going to pray. Father, I thank you. There's not by my strength, by my power, by my intellect, by my accomplishments that any progress is made. But as is clearly written in the scriptures, it's all attributed to you and to your work in me. But I'm not unique. I'm not special. I'm just ordinary like everybody else. And your desire is to work in every single one of us. Your desire is to work within our hearts, within our souls, within our minds, within our bodies. And you infuse us with your energy so that we can persist when we feel like we can't persist. We can progress when we don't feel like we can progress. And we don't get the credit for this progress or this persistence. That goes to you because it's something you give to us outside of our own natural skills and abilities. My prayer today is, Father, that you would move by your Holy Spirit and that you would touch every single person in this room that you would open their eyes, that they might see clearly what it is that you are doing within them and how you've carried them at times where they ought not to have been carried. How you've moved them forward at times where they felt like they were going backwards. Father, my prayer today is that you would touch each person in this room. Let them see the work of your spirit in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You know, it may be today that you don't know Jesus Christ that you haven't accessed this power, if you like, of God. And it's, it's, it's not a complex thing. The story is really, really simple. God created the world. Mankind went its own way. Jesus come about 2,000 years ago, the Son of God reconciled mankind to himself through the act of Jesus Christ and living his life on the earth, dying on a cross and then being resurrected. To begin a relationship with Jesus Christ, all we need to do is cry out and say, God, forgive me. Come into my heart. I want to begin afresh. I want to begin anew. And you know, there may be people online today, there may be people in this room who want to make a decision for Jesus Christ for the very first time. In a moment, I'm just going to close my eyes and we're all going to close our eyes. And if that's you today, then we want you to simply lift your hand up and we want to talk to you and help you in beginning a new relationship. It's not about joining a church. It's not about making a commitment to do anything other than building a relationship with God. It's an offer many of us already take. Many of us have already taken up. It's an offer for you to join as well. But there are others of you here today, and it may be that it's time for you to start again. Do, do you know what? You don't. It, it, it's not like you only get one shot to start again. You get multiple shots. And sometimes you can start again every day and say, God, you know what? I didn't do what I wanted to do. I didn't get it quite right. You don't have to wait till January the 1st. You can start anew every single day. 
but allow God to work in you and through you. He's not going to turn his back on you. He's not going to walk away from you. All he wants for you is to join in a journey with him where you can be reconciled together with him. So let's take another moment, bow our heads. And if you're here today, do you want to make a decision for Jesus Christ for the first time? Maybe you want to recommit your life to Jesus Christ, then simply slip up your hand. And, um, and we'll pray for you and happy to chat with you later if that's you. So let's bow our heads. That's you here today. Do you want to slip up your hand for whatever reason? Just raise your hand and say, hey, you know what? That's me. I want to, I want to start again. I want to start again because today was a bad, uh, yesterday was a bad day. I want to start again. I've never done this before. I want a fresh start. And maybe that you're at home online watching this in some form or another. If that's you, then simply slip up your hand wherever you are and allow Christ to come into the heart of your life. Is anyone here today? Let me just pray. Father, I pray today for anyone, whether here or online, who is saying, you know what, I want a fresh start. I just pray, Father, today that you would help them as they begin that process. Where we can help, Father, we want to help as well. But I pray today as people consider a new beginning, moved by your Holy Spirit, touch them where they are as they've responded. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hey, what a great message. Thanks for joining us here at Resound Church. We pray that you've been encouraged through the message and that you've grown just a little bit closer to God. While you're online, why don't you head over and give us a like on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website at resound.church. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. Well, don't forget next week, there'll be another amazing podcast here to listen to from Resound Church. We hope you join us then.